I just can't figure out if it's because you're advanced or because I'm stunted. You take the red pill. You stay in wonder. I am McLovin. You do not talk about Fight Club. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Glacé Film Club podcast. Yes, here we are. Here we are. To dive into another film as we always do. We get them, we watch them, we review them, and we throw them to you. There's no sign of us relenting anytime soon. Very exciting. And we've got another film for you now. And just before we get into this, I want to give a little teaser because I was at Worcester Film Festival a few weeks ago. Any listeners out there who were there also will know the excitement of it. And there was a few recordings grabbed there. So just to tease that early on, there's going to be a bit of content coming your way from the Worcester Film Festival. But if you weren't at Worcester Film Festival, head over to their website because there were some unbelievable short films on there. We don't want to just... uh, big up feature films here at the Glacé Film Club. Short films are fantastic and there are amazing ones there as well. There's my aside. Thank you, Worcester Film Festival. But let's get into this review. And of course, it's not just me. It's never just me. It's my trusty steed, Callum, on half-term. Here he is. He's got a smile on his face because it is half-term. He's back in the north for this one. Not that makes any difference for us because I'm looking at him on the computer screen as usual. But he is here drinking in the northern air and ready to deliver his view on the latest film. Callum, half-term, how are you doing? Good. Fresh. Northern air. No smog. Absolutely. Well, on the last episode, we promised that we were going to um, give an update on what you've been up to in London. You teased maybe you were going to go to a few events over the coming weeks. Is there anything been going down in the uh, the big smoke that you'd like to share with the listeners? Yeah, I've been to um, been to quite a lot of gigs. I went to see uh, the Menzingers in Camden, um, like a punk rock band from Scranton, Pennsylvania, of all places. Um, the support acts were pretty cool as well. I had a good time. Uh, I've been to com- a couple of comedy shows. I went to see um, a talk at the National Gallery about euphoria in art, which, as you do, you know. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, soaking up the the cultural opportunities of uh, of the big smoke, and I found a pub that does Guinness for three pound thirty. Unheard of. It really, Tell me more. Really is it? Yeah, it was a Weatherspoons in Wanstead. That's good. To, um, it's good to have in the locker. That it is. Yeah, I mean, I was. I couldn't believe it. I've been. I, I genuinely. I was like, what, what have you been paying? What have you been paying at other pubs for Guinness? Oh, average is about five fifty, upwards of six pounds sometimes, depending on where quid. you're drinking. Yeah, it's not three thirty. Well, the thing is, because I can't drink in pubs as much because I can't literally just can't afford it. Um, I've slimmed down quite a bit, <laughs> just from like not not drinking heavily in pubs um if you want is, to lose weight go and live in london yeah pretty much when you yeah like i met, I met up for a, a pint with a mate in hebden bridge on the way back up way back up north uh, and uh and he was like oh you've slimmed down i was like yeah that's what that's what poverty does to you like, <laughs> like, wow. it's like quite flippant actually i'm not i'm actually i'm absolutely not living in poverty um very facetious of me. But that's what not being able to drink in pubs does to you. Yeah. Um, in alcohol poverty. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. good. Well, thank you for the update, Callum. And I'm sure the listeners are always keen to hear how you've been going on in London. 
But that's enough of the chit-chat. We've got a film to dive into. And the, the little teasings there of of class and the North-South divide might play a big role in this film. But before I tease too much and give the game away, Callum, please can you share one of your classic sought-after reviews? Not reviews, sorry. That's what we're going to get into. Overviews of what this film is and what it was all about. I can. Uh, starter for 10. Um, 2006 comedy uh, drama I guess uh, directed by Tom Vaughan um, it's adapted from a David Nichols novel called Star for Ten um, that had been written a few years prior um, and it's about a university student who goes to Bristol University of Bristol, Bristol University he's originally from Southend-on-Sea um, had a bit of a working class childhood, basically, but loved reading, basically. It's this sort of classic working class kind of stable boy, reads reads a few of the classics and then feels empowered by knowledge, goes to university because he loves to learn, um, and then participates on the university challenge quiz team, basically. Um, it was premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival um, and... I had heard about this because whenever whenever a film's premiered at like Toronto or Cannes or um, or a fancy film festival, you think, oh yeah, you know, indie movie, you know, must be good. Um, you know, it's. I think it's filmed on. Um, I think it was filmed on a, a widescreen. I think um, it had like a kind of like a. Um, I can't explain it. It had like sort of like a. a it wasn't the the picture wasn't clean and crisp like a, okay. a brand new movie if you know what I mean. Yeah, a bit vintage, kind of yeah, and it's you know aided by you know the long hair and the corduroy outfits yeah. that they yeah, all yeah, wear. Yeah, you yeah. know that was, that was great um, to see. So it's set during the nineteen eighties basically, um, and it's set against the backdrop of um, you know nineteen eighties Thatcherism, and it's a movie really about a guy who's from working class south end on sea and then he goes to university and then speaks to people from that are cut from different cloth and basically the implications of that um so the main premise of the movie is that he's wanting to participate on this university quiz show but then he also ends up dating this really posh girl that's from the home counties but then he also ends up dating this other girl who is basically an anarchist and there's like a real clash of class and politics going on this uh, and the backdrop of the movie um it ends basically with um uh him taking part in this political demonstration and he feels basically throughout his journey of traversing all the different layers of class he feels empowered to try and make a difference basically um and that's the implication at least um it's really just a short movie it's about 90 minutes long um about a guy who goes to university and what's his experience like really there's nothing more to it than that apart from the constructions of class, which we will get into. We will get into. Don't you worry about that. Thank you very much, Callum. As always, okay, I'll I'll open up with my initial reaction to the film. Fine is the word that comes to mind. (laughs) It's like, it was was quite good. It was nothing spectacular. Very watchable. And I kind of felt coming out of it that it was, you know, fairly wholesome and had a nice ending to it and it resolved itself nicely, but the storyline was pretty linear. There's a lot of 
cliches in there to how it kind of rounded itself off and a lot of cliched personas in there. My comparison is that it's like a quite good pop song. Like it's quite catchy and you quite you get a little bit out of that shallowness of just enjoying the beats of it and what it what it gave you, but it's nothing groundbreaking. There's not too much beyond the very obvious message and what it's showing you. It's not something that's gonna redefine the genre and also the fact that the plot wasn't too complex. A bit cheesy, I think it's fair to say, but a good Christmas watch. It's nothing to do with Christmas, but it's one of those where it's like, okay, you're on the sofa at two o'clock in the afternoon. You know, you've maybe, you've had a brew and some leftover biscuits <laughs> from the tin that's been knocked. You pop this on, it's, it's, it's not offensive. You know, you feel quite good afterwards, but it's nothing too memorable. And I think that's kind of my fairest assessment of it. We often slate films, Callum, for being laboured and too long. And this was absolutely not that. And this is what I will give it credit for. Because it's not overly ambitious and it's not overly complex. And they've had the foresight to say, okay, we'll cut this at just over 90 minutes. Because there isn't too much to get into. And at that, I'd say, I'd take my hat off and go, fair enough. Yeah, we know what it is. There's not too much to go into. Let's just keep it tight and give you what you want there rather than trying to labour some subplot in there that doesn't really work or doesn't need to be there. Um, But saying that, the subplots in it of the romance and the romantic elements are just quite linear and you don't feel too invested in them. It's just like, okay, he gets the girl at the end that you know he's going to and there's not really too much. And the whole thing really is just a bit of a a coming of age with a few other fit themes in there. The main one being, and I think the best one that they actually encapsulate is like you say, Callum, the element of class, which we'll dive into a little bit and how that experience of education and university makes those class based elements clash. But it still all rounds off as a coming of age, even though it's trying to explore these other bits, it resolves itself by he goes to university challenge, cheats, disgraces himself, but then rallies, go back, back to uni, back to university. People accept him, and he tells the girl he likes that he likes her, and all's fine. And then it's like, oh, those bigger messages aren't really played on too much. It's just like, oh, he finds himself, and then he gets on with his life. So yeah, fine, nice, pleasant, nothing more than that. Callum, what were your initial reactions? Yeah, I know, I agree. Um... The, th- the thing that I found was that I did see a little bit of myself in James McAvoy's character. Um, largely because that those... I think the class element to it... I, I'm not necessarily... I mean, well, is, is that the sort of hinge of the movie? Or is the hinge of the movie the relationships that he has? But then again, of course, the I guess the breakdown in relationship is a result of class to an extent. Um, but when he... When he goes to university, he goes because he just genuinely loves to like read and loves learning, um, which it's framed where he's from. That that's not necessarily the accepted. That's not the norm, is it? There's that scene when he's on the pier with um, his high school mates and they're listening to uh, Motorhead on a, um, a radio and he's like, turn this off. All we do is listen to it. And he throws it in the sea, which I think is quite funny. Um but it's not like it's not the accepted norm to sort of like want to read or want to be interested in something that's abstract to your class or your culture. Um, I mean, 
the, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more nuance with how class is constructed, but then again, that it wasn't that wasn't the movie. That wasn't the po- the point of the movie. Um, I did see a little bit of myself in James McAvoy, this like, you know, working class kid who liked history as a kid, did history at high school, did history at college, and then ends up doing it at university. You know what I mean? Like, and I. That I, when I went to university, I was I, I'd spoken to people that had had a lot more money than I had, and had already read a lot more than I had, and already done a lot more than I had, um, and I wasn't necessarily I, I never really thought about class until I went to university. Okay. I never I never thought of it as a kid. It's never really it wasn't necessarily part of my immediate register because you went to the school you went to a school with the same type of people you went to college with the same yeah, type of people. Of when you was at university, you got this loads and loads of people from different backgrounds, different parts of the world, all coming together and learning. There's a real sort of melting pot going on there. And some of the themes that this film draws out when he moves into his flat share and he's reading, and then he's, he joins the university quiz team, and the Benedict Cumberbatch is the is the in charge of the quiz team, and he's like this sort of like well-to-do, like you know, not necessarily a pseudo intellectual, but he's like. He, he is he is he is like a sort of you know cravat let's yeah. have well, some to an extent definitely i think i'd agree with that analysis. yeah you know let's let's have a let's have a glass of port in a in a in a you know in a in a beige uh blazer which yeah. i have but done. just one glass though which i have done um <laughs> i am traversing class boundaries all the time and i love it i love it um but yeah i i did see a little bit of myself in that um in James McAvoy's character construction, which is why I quite liked it. But I do agree, it is that sort of movie. It's like a blanket, isn't it? You sit on the couch on a rainy December afternoon with a leftover turkey and cranberry sauce sandwich. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, you watch this movie. And I get, you know, it is linear, it is cliche, you know, the, the relationships are cliche, but it is... I just I, there are moments where it's quite funny, like when he smokes weed for the when he smokes weed for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you know, and he and he doesn't really smoke it; he just has secondhand smoke. Yeah. And he, and he passes out and then gets really high. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, then that scene in his underwear. In his underwear, <laughs> yeah, it's just written in the kitchen in this weird country house. It's just I thought it was quite funny. And there are there dance are, rocks up. I mean, yeah, it's exactly. a proper old old star British cast, isn't it? Well, I looked at it as BBC films. Yeah, it is, it is very much uh, you know a very it is very much a British uh, film, a British indie film, which I did quite like. I also quite liked when it was set as well. It's that sort of like pre-internet type of a. Even though it was filmed in two thousand and six, it's like it's set in the eighties, and it's sort of this like pre-internet, pre-smartphone thing, uh, where it's like to acquire knowledge you have to read several sources or to acquire knowledge or to acquire identity there's a um profound sense of almost pluralism in a way which the internet then causes that pluralism to break down um where you can identify in lots of different ways by virtue of having access to lots of pieces of information so Mm -hmm. i quite like the simplicity of this movie in the sense that like you went to university in the 80s and it's like how do you identify well the girlfriend that he dates ends up dating is an anarchist he's an intellectual and the other girl that he dates is um she's also an intellectual i guess but she comes from money so people's identities are a lot more rigid and i thought that was quite interesting to think of it in those terms Mm -hmm. um so I quite like that about it. Um, 
I mean, that's a personal thing. I don't think the film necessarily forces you to talk about that as a talking point. It was just something that I got from it, thinking about how people what how people lived in the 80s. I've been on a bit of a, a, a hype lately of like pursuing or trying to find things that sort of hark back to a pre-internet age. Okay. I don't know why. It's just I, I, I quite like the... Sounds nice. Yeah, it is. It's quite. It's quite um, life affirming in a way, some in some respects. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought it was okay. It is cliche. I like your analysis. Yeah, I'd agree. It's a pop song of a film. Yeah, and and everyone likes yeah. a bit of pop every now and again. Well, exactly, exactly, and yeah. that is the point. There's nothing wrong with that, and it's it is is a decent pop song. I like a good analysis there. I really like that kind of opened my eyes to a few more things, and I think that the greatest accomplishment of this film is its exploration of that class element and education and lifestyle is because it does do that and i know you said you personally related to it and obviously that gives it more resonance but i think it does explore that nicely of firstly showing the working class town he's from and posing the question of why try to better yourself and why is education the way to do that so there's that kind of like suspicion of people educating themselves there's that suspicion of people in those circles and why they do it and their view upon them. So he has to battle with that. But then the actual battle of him then going into it and initially losing his sight of why he wanted to do it because his sight of it came a lot from his dad in the film and just his thirst for knowledge, his intrigue. And as it shows that scene when he's younger watching University Challenge and you get the nice little nod back to it where the answer is the same as the uh, the question that he watched on telly back in the day so i think it does that really nicely and i think that genuinely is an insight i think that is something to take from the film i think it gives you a good exploration of that even though i do think the kind of characters are a little bit simplistic like the working class characters are like oh drinking pints and fighting and like then the others are like overly posh living in the country and stuff like that i mean fine and i get but it is that i mean let's judge the film for what it is like you said it is it's a simple look on these things and there's almost a beauty of that because you're not having to think too hard about it but you get the message out of it. it's like this is what we're looking at have a think about it but let's just place it in very simplistic terms and um, so i think that was the biggest achievement of it the frustration is that that then leads as i said before to the plot point of him being the main plot of him being on the university challenge team and then cheating and then him redeeming himself at the end but then the whole redemption is him going back to university and telling the girl he likes that he likes her and then it's basically then a coming of age film but a quite naff coming-of-age plot at that is very, very cliched and obvious. So i just slightly frustrated that where I think the power of the film is that exploration of education, class, bettering yourself in society, and what does that mean? But really, that's just tossed aside at the end as a subplot of what is just a quite naff coming-of-age film, really. And we've reviewed some great coming-of-age films on this podcast um peanut butter falcon comes to mind um also captain fantastic like they have the coming of age themes and running through them but they actually do it well this is a naff one which uses the strongest part of the film to to fuel the naff overall ending which is a frustrating that bit of it but i like that exploration and like you said it is relatable to a lot of people I can see that from the university experience. Um, But I like how they go about that. But beyond it, I don't think 
there is much more to dive into. So what I would just go into as a another nice little element of it is what you were saying there about the comedic bits of it. There were some nice acting performances that was funny. Um, I know you enjoyed Benedict Cumberbatch's character, and what I enjoyed yeah, was the scene classic. where he's watching yeah. back his university challenge performance. And I think the set, like they put the set together very well. Like visually, it's quite. Um, fun to watch like you're in that world and I agree with what you say there is the way that they create that through the filming style and, and the costume but you're in it and the university challenge setting is quite enjoyable like it's novel it's enjoyable on that front Um, so I think this basically just all ties into what I opened with that yes there is one little bit of depth in it with this class exploration in education and society and I like that but overall it's just quite pleasant film to watch it's nice to see the british ensemble cast it's fun but it is very simplistic cliched and linear and it doesn't really go beyond anything on that well on that i mean i yeah i do agree like i mean but on that though like it, the, the, the point of the movie i guess was never to sort of have that nuanced look at class it no. would have been nice it would have been nice to have seen a little bit more of that in terms of how it's rounded off at the end or at least some sort of ending of like soliloquy, I guess, of you know how class is constructed. Because I mean, it is very much like you know the working class lads from Southend on Sea in the in the late seventies, early eighties. It's like you know they're violent, angry. They're angry at the world. They're violent and lager louts with leather leather jackets, etc. Um, almost like that sort of like seventies pistol vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Whereas, you know, the bastions of knowledge, the ivory towers are full, filled with Benedict Cumberthatches, um, you know, with like talking about Nietzsche and the meaning of the meaning of the world. But then again, saying that, perhaps that was what it was like in the 80s. This idea that basically people who went to university were, you know, from a particular class of people and people mm-hmm. that didn't who you know the, it's like the forgotten man you know the because basically his mates are all like having a crisis of masculinity as evidenced by the fact that his mate has sex with the girl that he really fancies there's a whole yeah. sort of like masculinity um complex wrapped up in that um you know maybe the 1980s it was it was just that it was you know you're a man from a particular part of the world. You're expected to behave in this particular way. Um, by no means am I saying the film is... I don't think that the film is necessarily like consciously making you look at these issues because it's it's, it's too tongue-in-cheek. It's done in such a tongue-in-cheek way that it doesn't necessarily allow you to have that analysis. Um, but at the same time, um, I do think the, the simplicity of the class construction in it is... You know, probably what it was like in the, in that respect. Because when I was, like I say, when I went to university, like there was a huge, um, it was a huge change in culture. I'm not just talking about political culture; it's almost like academic culture in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like to have con- like as ever, like when I finished my master's degree, for example, it was like so I like wrote a twenty thousand word thesis about you know, the construction of a historical consciousness. And then I go from that and then I come back and live in Blackpool and it's like, shit, this is like a a complete difference of 
worlds, clash of worlds. We've spoken about this at multiple bars across the yeah. north, across <laughs> the northwest of England. You know what I mean? <laughs> Every bar we end up at in whatever town or city we visit, you know, we have these t- conversations about these clash of cultures, clash of identities, or like the meaning of it all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I did see a bit of myself in this movie, um, but I do appreciate that it is just a. Uh, there were points in it, particularly the bit when he's hiding in the back of the ice cream van when he cheats. It's just like, oh, it's just so cliche. It was obvious this was going to happen. Like, it was obvious. Yeah, but it's, it's comforting. It's just like a quite comforting film. Um, and I'm, I don't necessarily have a big issue with the depictions of the characters in that sense. It was just more how they used that as a really good driver and the they did, the yeah. idea of class. Um, but beyond that the idea of like your place in society is like the suspicion of people who look to progress but then the suspicion of people who are above in that aspect but then the value of education but then i like what you said about the masculinity element how that's tied to um in the working class setting is what is tied to um work physical like work, work as well work, yeah. yes and whereas um mental progress isn't seen as a positive virtue Mas- good Mas- but that's yeah, they, indeed, yeah, and good. that's why I, I like those elements of it but i'm just frustrated that they choose to conclude the film with the weaker element of the plot of yeah, just the point, quite yeah. throwaway romance story then tying his success of his redemption and then him realizing that because what it basically is saying is that okay and then he has to chat with spencer at the end when he gets his suspended sentence he says no you should go back there and do your thing like that like why are you wasting your time here there's that realization that oh no he should go after doing this stuff he has a place in this world and these things should be more blended together and this is all good whereas that's only softly suggested it's more just the practical element of oh, you know this subplot of this girl that he kind of liked and now he asks if she likes him as well. That's the the big grandstand finish. Whereas it's not really then addressed this whole drive that's been going through it of his battle of with the class elements and that fight between him going home and returning to uh, Cambridge. That's really what him returning is representing, is him going, you know what, I'm not going to be kept down by this. I've made a mistake. I'm not going to let this be crush me i still believe i belong in this world it's actually replaced with the physical aspect of him going oh no i'm returning to tell this girl i like it. it's like that's what doesn't sit so well with me was that's put as the main thing rather yeah than that's a good point yeah, re- yeah what the film's really talking about um like it's not a a romance film there's romance in it but it's not a a romantic early driven film really it doesn't explore those relationships much um, so that's my frustration there, and this is why I think I'll I'll keep driving on. That I just think it's limited by its simplicity on that front, and it absolutely is an all right pop song. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I agree with that completely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. I I guess I got I got too sort of like invested in the in the process of a guy who, you know, from an economic, political, cultural sociological philosophical all the all all the kills you know what i mean like uh from all those different all like cuckold calls like um 
<laughs> like shouldn't go to university. Yeah. And then he yeah. does go to university. And it's like I just quite liked that. Yeah, absolutely. That's, and that's, that's what drives that's the movie. Great that's what drives the movie, isn't it? And then I agree to have that sort of like oh he went to university to find his to find a girl, not to sort of expand his mind. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just it's a bit disjointed in that respect by the time you get to the I'd end like, of the movie. I don't mind it as a subplot, it's fine, but it just how everything then hinges on that at the end, I just don't think <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't it doesn't sit right for me. Um, but anyway, do you want to give us your rounding thoughts yeah, and give yeah. us your mark out of ten, please? Uh, I'm going to give it. I was toying with this. I wanted to give it six and a half, but I might give it seven, only because I can see myself on a rainy on a rainy afternoon picking this one off the shelf, mm-hmm. putting it on, and just feeling nice. Yeah. You know sometimes I mean? it's you know nice I mean? to feel nice. Indeed, yeah. It's, it's it's just nice to watch a movie. It's short as well. Like it's 90, 90 minutes long, ninety two minutes long. You know, you have a cup of tea whilst you watch this Biscuits, movie. Turkey. Um, you know, and I, I and because of that, I'm going to give it seven out of ten because it is just a fun movie to watch. There's a bit a bit in there that makes you think a little bit. You know, it's something that you can slightly ignore, but not fully ignore. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, you put it on. Oh, I just want to watch something that isn't necessarily gonna, you know, give me an aneurysm in terms of, or give me a, that. make me have like a a huge debate about the meaning of the world. You know what I mean? I've been watching yeah. a lot of Michael Moore recently, and it's just depressing <laughs> me. Um, so this move, this movie, get it off the shelf on a rainy afternoon, and it's um, it's good fun. So I'm gonna give it seven out of ten. Only be, like, purely for that, really, and that you know, I quite liked the sort of the, the constructions of class and how you know university in this movie is framed as a place where you go to read and love reading and love learning. Yeah. Whereas now, I feel like university is just a huge economic, like you know, you know what I mean. It's just like it's 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 the person that's going to university in this movie is going for the right reasons. He's not going there to yes, get a job. He's I not going. He's not going there to make loads of money. He's going there because he genuinely loves to learn. Yeah. And that's quite that's quite nice. Yeah, I'm on board with that. I think that's a very nice sentiment to round off on. Yeah. Thank you very much, Callum. Yeah, I, I agree. As I said, absolutely in the sense that it is a on the sofa at Christmas with a blanket and a cup of tea film. <laughs> like it's non-challenging um, to the expect an extent of like it's not pushing you too far out your comfort zone. It's quite nice to watch. It's quite funny. Um, and yeah, I, I quite enjoyed watching it. I think quite goes in front of everything about this film. I was stand firm on how it's like a quite good pop song and it's not something I would avoid watching again, but don't quite have the drive to get it off the shelf as you would on a day like that because a lot of it I just thought was a bit naff and a bit cheesy and <laughs> some of the acting was a little bit cheesy as well and overdone. And it did feel like that kind of the cliche of a British film of like it was, oh, here's here's a specific English story which we're going to kind of overplay a little bit. And yeah, it was fine, but hasn't given me enough drive to go through. As I said, I like the elements that you said you really connected with and I could relate to as well of the class element education and it depicted a nice world to be in. But beyond that, it didn't really do much, not necessarily in just being challenging, but being the watchability of it. I just felt just sometimes I was cringing in, in, in what it was. And for that, 
is a five out of ten. Um, would would watch it again, but would be in no rush and would have to be a lazy Christmas um, <laughs> uh, day to, to watch it. So yeah, start of a ten. Sorry, five out of ten from me. But there we have it. That was yeah. start of a ten. Thank you for having the conversation with me once again, Callum. Absolutely loving the reviews, and there are many, many more to come in the future. We always love hearing your views of our views, so share those on our Instagram page or also pop them in a review on Apple Podcasts. You know, you can do that these days. Give us some stars. Five are always muchly appreciated. But that's enough from this episode. We'll be back very soon with another film review. But until next time, keep watching films, keep reviewing them, keep arguing amongst your friends above what you like and what you don't like. We'll be watching plenty more. We'll be back with another review next time. But that's all this time from the Glass A Film Club podcast. See you all later.